How we doing out there? Confused? Agitated? Angst-ridden? I'm sure all of the above apply for a lot of people. We had a bomb dropped on us yesterday, and we're still trying to sort through it. And I think it's going to take a couple of days in a lot of different areas. Businesses, trying to figure out what it means to them. Everybody is. Exactly how does this work? How is it? In- There's a lot of questions. We're going to try and answer as many of those questions today as we possibly can. And we will fail. I don't think we'll answer all of them, but we're going to try our hardest. I can promise you that. We're going to talk to people involved with amateur sport. We're going to talk to people involved in education. We're going to talk to people at fitness centers. We're going to talk to people um, from chambers of commerce dealing with businesses and what this means to them. Um, But already the ramifications are being felt. Post-secondary education in Alberta basically paused today. Um, most campuses have moved everything online. Some have completely cancelled classes for the rest of this week as they try and sort out what this means and how things are going to look going forward when the mandates come in on Monday. So, a ton to get through here. First things first, let's deal with what happened last night. Um, Jason Kenney um, stepped up and did the thing that, to be honest, um, I didn't think he would do unless we were in a situation where he had absolutely no other choice, which tells me the situation that we're facing in Alberta is dire. We need to accept that. For Jason Kenney to go back and say, I blew it, to go back and say, you know those vaccine passports I would told you would never come to Alberta, they're coming to Alberta. You know those restrictions I said would never happen again in Alberta? They're happening in Alberta. For him to walk back those three things that he stood up and proudly proclaimed back in early July means to me that he had no other choice. Absolutely no other choice. It was probably one of the toughest things he's ever had to do in his political career because it's a complete reversal of where he was. So let's go through what he had to say last night. Um, He apologized for the position that Alberta is in right now. I know that we had all hoped this summer that uh, we could put COVID behind us once and for all. Uh, That was certainly my hope, and I said so very clearly. Based on our analysis of other jurisdictions around the world with similar rates of vaccination, we believed that we could prudently move away from addressing COVID as a pandemic and towards an endemic. It is now clear that we were wrong, and for that, I apologize. So there's the apology. Now, yes, he sort of walked back the apology. He was pressed by uh, Rick Bell of uh, Sun Media in the question and answer period and said, how much of this disaster is a reflection of your leadership? And he said, well, I don't think it's about me. I think it's about, the, you know, okay. So he sort of walked it back a bit, but he came out, he started with the apology. So a lot of people were looking for that. Did he walk it back? Whatever. That's not the important point anyway, right? That's the political side of it. And we can talk about that later. What does it mean to us though? Exactly what? is the situation. First things first, we are now back under a state of emergency in the province of Alberta. That is why today the government has declared a state of public health emergency. Two weeks ago, we presented modeling on the direction of this wave. The high-end scenario of that model projected over 300 intensive care admissions by the end of this month. But recent trends show that we are exceeding that high-end projection and that we may run out of staffed intensive care beds within the next 10 days. So there's your explanation on why we're doing what we're doing. We have to, okay? We're in a situation where our healthcare system, we always talk about we don't want our healthcare system to collapse. It's collapsing, folks. That's where we are. Desperate times call for desperate measures. So what do we need to do? How bad this situation becomes and how long it lasts is now up to each and every one of us. 
To prevent an ongoing crisis, we must do three things urgently. First, we must maximize our healthcare capacity. Secondly, reduce transmission of the virus by reducing interaction with other people. And thirdly, we have to get as many people as possible vaccinated. Okay. We have to get as many people vaccinated as possible. And once again, when talking about why we're in the position we're in, Jason Kenney made it very clear. He believes it's because we have the lowest rate of vaccination in the country. But we all need to understand that the decision not to get vaccinated is not just a personal choice. It has real consequences for our whole society and for the ability of our hospitals to cope. COVID is hitting Alberta harder than anywhere in Canada because we have the lowest rate of vaccination in Canada. Fair enough. It's true. It's hard to deny those. Now, he, he overlooked the fact that we also lifted our restrictions earlier than anybody else. The only other jurisdiction that was close to us in lifting all restrictions was Saskatchewan. And if you've looked at their numbers, they're pretty bad too. Their population is so much smaller than Alberta that their numbers don't rise to the level of panic that we see when we're hitting, you know, 15, 1800 a day, they're bouncing around five, 600, but they're a quarter of our population. So they're in a tough spot in Saskatchewan too. So Jason Kenney did what he said he would never do. Kind of vaccine passports. It doesn't call them that they're restriction exemption programs, but whatever you want to call them, they're here. The government has uh, reluctantly decided to adopt the restriction exemption program, a proof of vaccination program for participation in certain discretionary activities that have a higher risk of viral transmission. No one will be compelled to get vaccinated against their wishes. And a negative test option will be offered as an alternative. But with unvaccinated patients overwhelming our hospitals, this is now the only responsible choice that we have. I had earlier committed not to introduce proof of vaccination because of concerns I had around privacy rights. But the government's first obligation must be to avoid large numbers of preventable deaths. We must deal with the reality that we are facing. We cannot wish it away. Okay, so there we are. That's what was announced yesterday. Now we'll try and sort through all the different rules, how it'll be enforced, not a lot of clarity around that, what it means for different kinds of businesses. There are so many threads to pull out of this ball of yarn, and we'll do that this morning. When we come back from a short break, though, um, why did it take this long? Lots of people speculating as to why it took so long. We saw the trends weeks ago and waited. Um, And a lot of people say, well, it's because we're in the middle of a federal election campaign and there was pressure on Jason Kenney not to delay whatever he had to do till after the election campaign. That didn't happen. How's it playing out on the federal election campaign? As you would expect. We'll talk about that when we come back right after this.